This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, welcome everyone to the Town Hall Academy on Courage. Wow, what a topic. It's amazing. I want to introduce you to my panel, John Klusterman from Westside Auto Group in Western Michigan with five stores. Hey, John. Carm, how are you? You're good, man. You've been on the show before. Appreciate you being Good here times. again. Well, oh, by the way, did I tell you that we're in Lackawanna, New York at Scruggs at a, with a Transformer a Peer Group Review? We were just lucky enough because we live in the area to be here and to set up the studio and to pull away some incredible episodes. So thank you so much to Transformers and to Jeff Scruggs and Henry Rose. Jared Downs is also with us from Steve's Automotive Specialists, six automotive shops and one tire store. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Wasatch. Did I say that right? Wasatch Front, Utah. Wasatch Front, Utah. Right there in front of the Rocky Mountains, all the way from north to south. Got to be beautiful. It is beautiful. Wow. You wake up every day and you see that landscape? I only live about 15 minutes away from the mountains. Oh, God. Good for you. Nice. Alex Cronin is with us from Olmer's Auto Care in Cincinnati, six stores. Hey, Carm. Thanks for having me. 17 stores among you guys. So I can't imagine as COOs, general managers of your group, what a challenge, making sure that you demonstrate courage, but you teach it to your people. And yeah, it's a little bit about leadership. I get that. But I think a key component of being a great leader is to have the courage to make good and right decisions. So we'll tear this topic apart. But first, great homage to our great sponsors. You know, priorities change in a heartbeat. So shouldn't your shop management system reflect that? Well, if you use shop where it does, the built-in expediter lets you shuffle jobs around based in real time for maximum efficiency. Talk to my friends at GetShopware.com. Hey, did you clean your fuel tank the last time you replaced a fuel pump? Contamination buildup in the tank not only impacts the vehicle's performance, but it can also damage the fuel pump. Clean the fuel tank in five minutes with Delphi Technologies Fuel Tank Cleaning Tool. Learn more at DelphiAftermarket.com. Okay, guys, look, when we were chatting around like pickleball, this topic called courage, I could only think of the cowardly lion from the Wizard of Oz, and all it took for him was to get a medal. Do you guys have medals? We're not that lucky. (laughs) Oh, that doesn't work in leadership today. No. You just don't put the courage medal on. Okay. Actions speak louder than words. Oh, my. What a great start. What I've learned, too, with talking to everybody is... There's a couple of different styles. There's there's those that will participate with leading, and then there's also those that will delegate. You know, I think that there's a lot more courage that's involved when you are participating with this. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that plays a big role in it. People like to see an example, see, you know, somebody to follow. And, you know, that, that goes with many aspects. I think that, you know, a lot of that can lead into tough conversations. And that's a big part of it. Wouldn't delegating or leading take a lot more courage than participate? I hear what you said, but I'm trying to say that if I wanted to be a really strong leader and I needed to find the courage to do it, maybe I learn it by participating. And but some, somewhere along the line, you got to get up and above and have some of the tough love stuff that you need courage to do. There's a fine line with that. As you participate, and be involved on the on the, the storefronts or involved in your business. I think that there is a line that you need to move into that delegation portion, but you need the confidence to, or, or courage to take that step to get there. And a lot of us in this industry have been able to get the experience that helps us gain the confidence to attain the courage to, to push us into that echelon where we can start looking at our teams and start delegating confidently nope. and start looking at 
what it's going to take long term to continuously show courage and then pass that on to your teams. How are they going to take ownership of what they're doing on a consistent basis? Because you need to exude that into the, your teams too. That courage needs to be something that not only you as a leader carry, but that's something that your teams have to eventually carry as well, or you can't delegate at all. I thought, Jared, that I have courage. Sometimes you got to go find it. Absolutely. One thing I was taught uh, a long time ago was if you don't have courage, your life can stay stagnant, uh, complacency, right? So when you get that courage, then you have the strength to move forward, get out of your comfort zone. They talk about always that low hanging fruit that's always available that you can always grab. You have to have courage to get that. And also to be able to get your teams to the next level, especially in this industry, is you really have to teach and educate and coach on, on the process of courage and how you can apply that into your business. I believe that is really a key to growing your teams. And courage is coachable. It is very coachable. You have to just um, believe in your individuals. You have to show them how much you value them, right? Because that brings their mentality to a new level that maybe they've never experienced before. I do believe that, you know, in, in the process of doing that, you're also gaining buy-in from everybody. Absolutely. So, yes, I think that's huge. So, so building the value with your employees, making them feel very valued will get them to buy in on what you're trying to coach, teach, and train, and, and also mentor with the courage side of that. So that's what I believe. What's so interesting about having courage, maybe that equates a little bit to self-confidence, because if you're, as the leader, trying to build people up, You've got to be able to know when to step back and let them absolutely take it. Yes. It's almost like the courage to lead and get out of the way. Yes. But your focus on those people, you'll be able to see that. Yeah. And you'll be able to recognize that. So so you as that individual, you'll be able to pull away and push them in the right direction and support them, right? And love them all the way to the top. So think about the, the tough love meeting that you have to have with someone. I don't know about you, but... And, my interesting storied life in the last 40 some years, I sweated some of those meetings and, you know, and I never stopped to think till right now that I ultimately mustered up the courage to do what I had to do. Yes. Happens every day to you, John? You're going to have those uncomfortable conversations throughout the course of your career. They need to happen. It takes courage to, to land the information that, that <clears throat> needs to be set, but a lot of times your team members are looking for that structure. And if you're not transparent with them, if you're not courageous in, in, in your interaction with them, then to the point that was made earlier in our group session is you could essentially lose that person long-term or let them go potentially, depending on the situation, because you didn't set clear and transparent expectations. So those uncomfortable conversations have to happen. They're never fun, especially if you care about the people in your organization. And I think, too, it's important for everybody to realize that, you know, our organizations are bigger than us. You know, as soon as you understand that, it makes it easier to have those tough conversations because a lot of times it's or every time it's not personal. This is business and everybody needs to understand that it's for the greater good. Correct. I also believe it's the tough conversations. They can you can really kind of manipulate how those go with your approach. I think your approach is really important when you have those tough conversations. And I do also think, you know, for those that try to avoid those tough conversations, they set them, they, they grow like a fire and it doesn't help the situation yeah, when, over time. It gets worse. Right. When they have to happen, they, they just need to happen. 
Earlier in my career, when I was a young team coach, manager, I'm not really a fan of the manager term. I like coach better. I struggled with the approach. As I grew and kind of learned and, and took some educational courses on behavior and stuff like that, I really kind of dialed in how you can approach and have a tough conversation, be more constructive versus destructive. In the training that you had, was courage ever brought up or did it was just an assumed thing that you had to have? Oh, absolutely. It was brought up. Yeah. It's always been a key component of leadership, right? And building teams. Like you just have to have that. So you need to have courage to even be a firefighter when you've got these tough issues. And so many of the tough issues happen because I don't know, maybe it was you, John, that said transparency and communications. We've done some episodes while we were here and talked about this critical component of being able to top down, bottom up, have that communication stream. By the time a policy change a company initiative gets down to the fifth or sixth person in a hierarchical role, the stories change. And it's almost like you have to go out there and make sure that what needs to get out got out. What is training? Are we looking to be sure that the training that we gave or the messaging that we gave got through? I've been in those situations before where someone reads a story to a person and then they repeat it to the next. And then the sixth one down repeats the story that was told at the beginning and how different they are. As a leader, you've got to almost go down, visit a store and say, hey, would you hear about that new initiative, that, that new spot we're running or this new equipment that we're buying? What do you think about it? Now, either they're going to say, I didn't know about that. Or let me tell you what I know about it. Now you're going to find out where there was a gap in the communication. It almost takes courage to go out and find out if your messaging got through. Your courage can be built upon. So, I mean, if you take two individuals and one has all process and procedures in place and they've been trained well, and then you have to take another inv individual that has no training, that person that, that has the training, the, SO, the SOPs in place, is going to be a lot more courageous in their daily interaction with people because they have the roadmap on how to make those courageous decisions as opposed to someone who has none of those tools and they're guessing more or less as to what they have to do next when certain interactions or instances come up. I think having the tools to your teams and having the proper procedures in place can really help them build on their own courageous or the ability to make calls when they need to. If you run more than one shop, you know how vital it is to keep up with how each one is performing. But it can drive you crazy to log in and out of each shop's database as you try to compare KPIs. Well, look, stop making it hard. With Shopware's advanced analytics, you can easily pull all that data into one report. Heck, you can even set up the system to pump it out in a graph or a chart and then email it to you anytime you want. Why tax your brain before you even start looking for trends and wins to celebrate? Let the computer do the work for you. Spend less time sifting through pages of numbers. Now, once you see your business's potential right in front of you, you can take steps to make it even better. And then you can take a night off to enjoy the time you just won back. Benefit? Go with the team that created DVX. My friends at GetShopware.com. As the trusted aftermarket brand for over 100 years, Delphi Technologies is by your side for every step of the repair process. 
The Delphi journey doesn't stop once the parts are ordered. Wherever your journey takes you, our quality parts gives you ease of mind when getting your customer's vehicle back on the road. Technicians know and trust Delphi as a quality brand. Each product undergoes rigorous testing to not only meet OE standards, but also enhance it in each opportunity. From 700 hours of spray testing on chassis components to fuel pumps tested for reliability up to 150,000 miles. And safety and reliability is paramount to help vehicles drive cleaner, better, and further throughout their lives. Delphi is also committed in developing products and services to prepare technicians for the future. Take advantage of how-to videos on YouTube, technician-led trainings, and our technical support line, and more. Turn to the aftermarket parts supplier with over 100 years of OEM trust and quality. Learn more about Delphi. Visit DelphiAftermarket.com. You know, we're looking to hire people with attitude. We'll teach them the aptitude. It goes over and over again. It just doesn't, isn't unique to our industry, but we're always looking to hire rock stars or superstars or unicorns. And we know that a lot of that stuff is made. Do you look for courage in the people that work for you? In my opinion, you look for confidence. Because if you find confidence, there will be courage. In our pre-call, before we turn on the recorders, word confidence came up. Yeah, confidence in an ownership. People who are willing to take ownership of the mis- I mean, if they, they make a courageous decision, they got to be willing to take on the ownership of that decision as well. So, and that goes into the confidence aspect of it. They're they're confident enough to know that if this goes poorly, they're willing to take the ownership of whatever happens next. Go to an individual and says, "Listen, you had the confidence and the ownership to handle this problem, to make this decision, to fix this customer's problem." And all of that equated to the fact that you had the courage to do that. The word confidence, it's important. Maybe it's a little overused, but I don't think the word courage is used enough in the, in the scope of leadership. And we may want as, as an industry to take confidence and ownership and attach it to courage. So the next time an individual knows that he's in an interesting, he or she's in an interesting spot and the decision has to be made. What was it that Alex said? I had courage. Okay, episode's over. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> yeah, you can go back to work. Is right, that like right. 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> what I think what all three of us talked about is relatively spot on, yeah. in all honesty. I, I like what you said, though, courage, bringing it up more in the workplace. I don't think that's brought up enough, so right. I, I do like that. So that that right there, when, when you said that, that's a huge takeaway for me because it is all attached together. It's all one whole unit, right? So. So we could sit in front of our people and say, hey, um, we've got this brand new commitment uh, to training and we're, we're going to do it in every aspect. Me, the service advisors, our CFO, our marketing person, our technicians. We're going to have the courage to go out and get the training, bring it back, do something with it. We're going to go out and have the courage to put an 8S bay up somewhere so that we can be on the cutting edge. We're going to have the courage to brand ourselves with hybrid and EV repair. And so you may look at that in the back office to say, these are strategic things that we we have to do, but why not sell it to the team under the guise of, we've got the courage to make these steps. Why? Because we're all, we're firing on eight cylinders, guys, ladies. And I think it's important too, that, you know, as you do all those things, it comes more natural. And yeah. now you're courageous without even thinking about it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The human mind and body can be trained. Yeah. And I think so, a lot of it too it is, can be trained. 
people don't want to step outside of their comfort zone and you know doing all of that stuff is never comfortable and you know one thing i tell myself all the time everything i've ever wanted is one step outside of my comfort zone so i i just constantly tell myself that whenever i have to do anything that requires courage i would say that i truly believe that probably 65 70 percent of this population in this world is comfortable Yep. And will not take risks and don't have the courage to take risks, right? They think about that low-hanging fruit. They dream about the low-hanging fruit. But what are you doing to go get it? And I think right. it's important to not be afraid to fail. Exactly. I mean, that's the only way we're going to succeed. Failing is growth. Right. So On the repercussion side of things, I mean, people not stepping out of their box and doing things that are courageous, I think that it comes down to the repercussions. So I think that brings up an, another point is when you see courage on your teams, what are you doing with it to continuously build upon it? Because as fast as you can find courageousness in your teams, I think you can lose it by how you coach them in situations where they maybe made a courageous decision that you don't agree with. So how do you handle that, right? So your team member sits down and they make a call, a judgment call that took a lot of courage for them to get to that point and make and you don't necessarily agree with it. Now, how are you handling that? Is it a coaching moment, or are you gonna, or are you gonna? Is there gonna be disciplinary actions based on the re, on the results of their decision? We need to be very aware of how we handle that once we do find that in our organization, or we're never gonna get to the point where we can continuously delegate. Kind of like training, right? Training never ends, right? Right. Just implementing, you know, following up with your team members, one on one conversations with them, keeping them on that courageous path. That never ends either. That's a daily process that you just have to commit to your, you have to commit yourself to doing for the rest of your career with your teams, your people. I think it's just to echo more off John is the, it's important to identify that, especially once you know somebody, you know, who's typically not very courageous and you see them make that effort. I think it's important to acknowledge that. Yeah. Right, wrong, or indifferent. You need to acknowledge that. Once you've got them into a position where they are committing and making decisions, you know, and they've got the courage and they just need to be tweaked, that's when you work on their decisions from there. But I think just committing, making a decision is huge. One of the things that we started in our own organization and which has helped build upon that courage is the coaching style is our service managers have the discretion to make any call that they believe that they can make. And we'll have a conversation about it when it's done. And we may have difference in opinion of how we would have made that call, but ultimately there's going to be no repercussion for how they made that call as long as they're doing it within the boundaries of our company structure. And the younger ones, the ones that aren't quite there yet, they're bringing problems to us and they have to bring us an answer. They're not going to have a question. They're not going to have an answer from us. They have to come to the, from the, with a question and bring an answer or a solution to their problem. And eventually you're solutions and, and the decisions they're making start paralleling your organization because they, they're slowly learning how to get there, which is building up their courage so, so that one day they can make that call without you being involved at all. Right. Do you have a customer experience strategy like the Ritz-Carlton, meaning, listen, uh, you have a budget, just, just handle it? Yeah. I mean, our service advisors have the discretion to make any call that they believe that needs to be made to take care of the client. There's going to be conversations on the back end of how we could have done this differently. Sure. Absolutely. But the customer is wh why we're there. I mean, the, customer service is what we excel at. So we want our 
advisors to continuously have the discretion to just take care of customers. And then after that situation is over, we'll sit down and, and look at the situation and what we could have done differently to do things maybe more in line with who we are as an organization or what different routes of attack in, in these situations. So, but the bottom line is they have the discretion to make those calls and they're not bound by any type of like margin or rebate or whatever. We just, we want them to take care of the customer yeah, so that yeah. they can, we, so we have another opportunity next time that client comes back. So let's jump into this one particular area where you know you're going to have to make a really tough call tomorrow morning and you're losing a little sleep overnight and uh, you know your ride to work is a little slower than normal because you just don't want to go in there and have to tune up the orchestra and do what you have to do and i'm not even sure i have the confidence to do this but it i have to it's tough love i have the courage to do what's right for the company the courage to do what's right for the rest of my team members and actually the courage to do what's right for this person that's not having a good time working for me instead of finding the word self-confidence in what you have to do. Maybe it's courage. And the reason that I think this episode is important for people who want to improve their leadership skills is we're trying to attach the word courage to many of the decisions in tasks you do every day. I love this. I think it's a great episode. You can find people that are doing all the right things in the company and have made tough decisions and tell them, Thank God you had the courage to do that. That's great. We're proud of you. You don't want to say, thank God you had the self-confidence. What's that mean? Right. Right. But no. courage almost means something. More heartfelt. Yeah. Not more heartfelt. That might as well be the medal. All right. Here's the deal. Ready, guys? You go out and you buy a courage medal. <laughs> you, get it, you go out and buy 20 or 30 of them, right? There you go. Serious? Yeah. yeah we get them made. And you find someone who's yeah. exemplified courage. And they hang it on their toolbox, they hang it somewhere, or they, they have to wear it for the day. Yep. That's a big deal. I think so. That could be a huge deal. What, what hey. do you got to do to get the lion suit? Who, who does that? Well, just order it off of Amazon. I'm go. sure you can find some. John Long has the bear suit. You know about that, right? <laughs> we're going to get the lion suit and we're going to have courage awards. Courage awards. <laughs> Our next in-person meeting. You better be very. <laughs> oh my God. This was great. Guys. Thank you for setting up, I think, one of the new frontiers in the discussion here on the podcast after almost eight years to start talking about courage. John Klusterman from Westside Auto Group in Western Michigan, Jared Downs from Steve's Automotive Specialists, and Alex Cronin from Ulmer's Auto Care. Thank you so much for being here. Now, I know you've learned something new. I know. So just go out and do something about it. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.